Hey, tonight we're going to talk about uh, Amendment Number Eight and Number Nine. Do you guys even know what that means? Because uh, I asked my twelve-year-old; he had no idea. Patio's kind of lonely tonight, and we'll explain that in a minute. But welcome to the patio. Bank when I was 10, no, oh, I didn't see the wrong kind of wish that I was in my grew up. Thought I was living in my head, figured the life that I was living, I'd be better off dead. I watched the windows take everything. So, uh, I mentioned that the studio is kind of lonely tonight. It's just me and Fortenberry here in the studio. The uh, everybody's online, we're, we're here, we're going to try this remote hookup. We got DW halfway across the country in North Crackalacky. How's things in North Crackalacky, DW? Man, North Crackalacky is good to go. I discovered the best drink ever called a cherry wine. It's cherry like wine? Cheer wine. Cheer wine. Cheer wine. Cheer wine. So, is that what cheerleaders drink? It don't. Cheers, wine is delicious. Cheer wine. It is. is it, this is. It's great. It's so like you, a what? super Dr Pepper. It's like the, Ill, the proof on that. It's like the illegitimate love child <laughs> of a, a cherry coke and a Dr Pepper. Mm. So I don't know, man. It feels like like a hood drink, though. <laughs> we got uh, we got the man whose alter egos have alter egos. Gary G Hizzy is how he's listed tonight. Gary, you're a little bit under the weather. You're only like a couple blocks away, but decided to protect both Fortberry and I from the big bad boogie monster. <laughs> What's going on with you tonight? How you feeling, buddy? I'm I'm okay, other than my head's about to explode at the seams for my sinuses. Um, but I'm all jacked up on Dayquil, so that's good. So there you go. Just make sure if your head does explode, you get it on tape. I'd make a hell of a TikTok and YouTube. It would. We may go viral. We'd that. probably go viral. We'd want to do that. Yeah. You know? Are you on a drink? You mixing your NyQuil with like Sprite or something? He got some scissor. No. Yeah, you you on the scissor? You on that scissor? I'm not that. Not on that scissor. Not sipping on it either. No. And here I am in the studio tonight with uh, Fortenberry. Fortenberry, how are you tonight? Man, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm still fighting this little bit of cough. I, over here, uh, I got me a, a, a hot, t- well, that ain't hot. I got me some ice. I got me a toddy made up. He got him a toddy trying to take I care got me of this a, uh, coughing. He's I got a, t- a turkey toddy. Dude, you've been coughing for like a week. I know. It's, uh, you know, that COVID Jamie, won't go away. You made me sick, Jamie. Oh, How? you made him sick. Hey, you I, made me I, sick. I like to say this. Zero. Look, so DW's over in North Carolina right now, and I spent about a year in Carolina. You know, they do not sell... Uh, hot spices at McDonald's, and I was dev—I was devastated. I pulled As up to should be. yeah, I pulled up to the McDonald's over in uh in uh where was that Cherokee, North Carolina. So, is it safe to say that the hot and spicy is a normal part of your? Uh, oh, I, diet? Love, I love the hot spice. Not normal part of my diet when I when I read when I step out, I'll, I'll go get one. Oh, so that's a up up. That's an upstep. He's got a toddy and a fluffy body. Is that right? I, I, well, like I, I think it's got a, it's got a section of every part of the food pyramid, doesn't it? <laughs> every part of the chicken. I bet it's every part of the chicken on that hot and spicy. I pulled up to the drive-thru and I pulled up. I said, let me get uh, two hot spices and a Dr. Pepper. And the guy said, uh, what's a hot and spicy? I said, <laughs> he said, we got big chickens. And I said, okay, it's like a big chicken, but a spice. And he said, mm, that sounds good. <laughs> I, I said, yeah, yeah, it's good. Because it is good. 
Did you tell him whip you up one? That, yeah, he, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that'll sell over there that where you're accustomed to. You know, it's funny. You think about it when you go out of the country, you run into things that you don't get here, right? But but you don't expect that throughout the United States, but it's, it's quite regional. Now, I will tell you this. I was in Taiwan for work assignment. You know, I'm an international spy. We talked about that last episode. Overt. And there was a guy, yeah, overt spy. But there was a fellow I was with, that, and he was adamant that I was there for, for almost two months. He said, we've got to go to McDonald's. And the reason he said we had to go to McDonald's is because a quarter pounder in Taiwan tastes just like a quarter pounder in the U.S. Now, I didn't check for the hot and spicy, but it, it did. It tasted the same there that you would get in the U.S. And that's pretty impressive, if you ask me, that the burger tastes the same in all in the different regions of the world. That's also why McDonald's is, is so successful. It's not because of their shake machine. <laughs> it's never no. running. It's never open, right? Hey, me and T, we're at, uh, where we go? The, the Dominican. We was right? in Punta Cana. And their McDonald's there had like a bucket of chicken, like KFC. Nice. And they had a Taco Bell in the airport that served margaritas. And really? French fries. Yeah, French fries and margaritas. French fries hey, and margaritas. I'll tell you one of the best things ever at some uh, fast food. Um, who has been to. Oh, what's the, it's not Hardy's. What's the uh, other thing? Carl Jr.? Yeah, Carl, Carl Jr. I have. Uh, who's had their fried tacos? It's like a taco that's deep fried. It is, they used to you get like three for a dollar. It's like, like a chalupa? No, it's a fried taco. taco player. And man, it was So, hold on. Delicious. Do they like wrap it in something or batter it? Well, how do you fry nope. a taco? Apparently, they just take a bag of taco and dip it some hot grease and pull it out. Hmm. It's called a hot pocket. Hey, look, I wouldn't turn it down. Oh, I, I, I eat a million. of them. I wouldn't turn it down. Hey, uh, you know, I didn't mention it, but I want to do just a little bit of version of Quick Take. All right, quick so take. I got something for you guys today. Uh, Jamie actually uh, heard about this already, and you guys may have too. Do you know Time announced their Man of the Year recipient, I saw recipient today? Do you guys know who that is? I'll give you a hint. Elon Musk. He, I give you a <laughs> hint. He, he plays a piano with his dong. They don't know who that is. Really? That's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, you yeah. guys don't know who it's that is. Made of the year. Should be. <laughs> Zelensky, president of the Ukraine, um, Vladimir Zelensky is the Time Magazine Man of the Year. But what's interesting? Do you know who was on the short list? Did you hear that part? You know. Yeah. I, I know who some no, of the, Elon Musk was not. I know who former. I know who the former winners are, so I'm not really impressed with the uh, current winner. Donald those, Trump. Those that don't know, these are former uh, Times Man of the Year winners: Adolf Hitler, Stalin, <laughs> Stalin, Joseph Stalin won twice. Twice. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you anything about Time Magazine, nothing else <laughs> yeah, will. <laughs> I mean. Who looks Congratulations, at, fellas. Who looks at Adolf and says, mm, you're doing some good work over there? <laughs> Maybe they thought it was who killed the most men in the year. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I'm going to give you guys a list. All right, here's the list. Chinese president. Winnie the Pooh. Xi Jinping. Boo. Yeah. Elon Musk. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Oh, that's pretty okay. impressive, actually. Um, the people, it had to be men of the year because all the women got killed. Protesters in Iran. Because they, <laughs> they killed off all the women. 
uh, Ukrainian president. You know, that's part of that uh, nuclear family thing. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're talking a different meaning nuclear family, though. The Ukraine <laughs> president, Vladimir Zelensky. Crook. Uh, Representative unemployed rhino Liz Cheney. Oh, this must be a right <laughs> that I'm reading this from Liz Cheney was a finalist. Can you believe that? I guess really? cause, because she participated in January. 6th. It's not going to have the founder of uh, FTX. Is it? Uh, we're going to find out. U S U S U S. What about a Kardashian? Was he the man of the year? Do I? Yay. Hold on. No, not he. His, he's not hey, a Kardashian. Uh, Actually, he probably is a Kardashian. U S treasury secretary, Janet Yellen. Uh, uh, the United States Supreme Court. No, that's the entire court. The entire court. Yeah. The entire court was, was the man of the year. <laughs> I always thought the Supreme Court was a man. Yeah. Gun safety advocates. You, the, the Time Magazine was considering giving it to all the gun safety advocates. How would they share that? Oh, then I would claim I was a gun safety advocate. I, I will assure you that no one from the patio would have made that one. I, I'm, a, I'm a big advocate for gun safety. All right, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott. I'm not sure what this means, Jamie. So just uh, just a second. Jeff Bezos' wife? Ex-wife. Ex-wife? Mackenzie Scott was also a finalist yeah. for the Time Magazine. What, what no, did, what did this woman do? It's the person of the year. Um, so uh, Mackenzie Scott made headlines this year after making a $122.6 million donation to Big Brothers Big Sisters of America. Oh, she donated her ex-husband's money. <laughs> she needed that tax write-off. Let's take a look at what Jamie talked about earlier. Who were past recipients? Well, apparently Stalin won twice. I'm going to go on a limb, and if they've already given one to Hitler and Stalin, I'm going to guess Fidel Castro might have won one. Benito Mussolini. I, can, I don't think they did. Um, I don't think Mussolini. Chavez. I bet you Chavez won one. Let's see if I can find a list. Here's 1927. Mal Mal probably has one. All right. Here's all the recipients. Might as well go ahead and give one to like Osama bin Laden or somebody at this point. I mean, mean, yeah, they're they're just going down that line. All right. So in 2020, I don't remember this, but it was Joe Biden and Kamala. In 2019, Greta Thunberg. That's one of your favorite people. Oh, that's like the anti. She might as well be Greta anti Jamie Thunberg. Yeah, she's an idiot. Okay, this one in 2018, this tells you nobody she's was She's just a child, you. Jamie. Tell me more. I call this an idiot now. In 2018, The Guardians and the War on Truth. I thought you were going to say Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I read it, That's Guardians of the Galaxy, three times. I'd vote for them. In 2017, The Silence Breakers. You'll never guess who got it in 2016. Trump. He did. Yeah, I remember that. Donald Trump got it in 2016. Um, Angela Merkel in 15. Before Trump became president, like everybody was wanting to rub elbows with Trump. Yeah, because he was the apprentice or whatever. He had the show. Yeah. Now I want to I mean, rub pain. He's extremely wealthy and powerful, right? Let's go look at some controversial ones here. So in 2007, Vladimir Putin was the time uh, man of the year. In 2005, Bill and Melinda Gates and Bono, all three were. Uh, in 2003, the American soldier. Uh, Rudy Bono Giuliani. Bono. Bono. Uh, Rudy Giuliani was in 2001. No, that makes sense. Uh, mm. Bill Clinton. Isn't it funny how quick you can go from man of the year to hated by the same people? 
And yeah. it's the same people. Bill Clinton and Kenneth Starr in 98. Newt Gingrich in 95. Bill Clinton in 92. Hmm. Uh, in 1990, both George Bushes really? won. Yeah, I, I, I find that interesting. Uh, let's go way back here. Let's start looking for these people we were talking about. Reagan in 1980, Anwar Sadat in 77, Jimmy Carter was many years in 76. That is probably outside Jimmy of Carter? Biden. Yeah, and outside of Biden, he's the worst president we ever had. Um, yeah, I think Jimmy Carter really loves Biden. He does. Lyndon Johnson, Martin Luther King. They had a pretty good run here with uh, JFK, Pope John, Nikito Khrushchev, Joseph Stalin in 1942, Churchill in 1940, Joseph Stalin in 1938, 39, and then Adolf Hitler um, in 38. Boy, this is wow. Where's well, they had a terrible. He made all these, all those Muppets. They had a terrible run in the 30s or 40s, didn't they? Boy, they did. They really missed it. So, and then Joe Biden and Kamala Harris may be two of the worst ones ever. But I no, no, I'm going to say Hitler and, I, and Stalin were worse. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely worse. <laughs> is, is it worse that Hitler got it or Stalin got it twice? Ooh. I think it's worse, worse that Hitler That's got it. Well, no, I think it's well, worse Stalin got it twice. Well, but hold on, though. One of the times he got it is when he was aligned with Hitler, which would have been 1938, and the second time he was against Hitler is the way it played out. So but, Hitler helped him look like a really good man. I, I guess standing so up to Hitler. So- I mean, what, what a world we're in, though, because do you ever feel like you're right and wrong all at the same time? All the time. Yeah, how can can you really have views so different than everybody else in the world? Or Dude, half of the people. A week ago, I said uh, I, Iran was a uh, a moral uh, epitome. It's probably two weeks ago, but you did say that. Yeah, I did say that, and and uh, I, I still but, agree and disagree. About hold statement. on, though. But did you guys hear what Ye said earlier this week? Oh God. I'm about to play this. It's going to take me a minute to pull it up. But did you guys hear what Ye said? Yeah, Ye. He said the- he say the sun was flat, or I wish he had. I wish he had too. A quick rundown. So he was on the Alex Jones show. Yep, and he made Alex Jones seem like a straight and narrow, and like his statements were so bad it appalled Alex Jones. All right, I'm gonna play it here, which is a bold statement. I mean, Alex Jones said they're turning frogs gay, and he was shook by what uh Ye said. <laughs> You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew, I love everyone. I'm done with the classification. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Yeah, he went on a rant, and you know, he's been on this anti-Semitic rant. And so you Alex Jones is a pretty controversial guy. You know, he's in trouble with just about everybody. But he um, he went on the Alex Jones show, and Alex talked to him. And he and Alex was uh, being interviewed about the interview. And he said, look, I was going to give the guy a voice. He said, I figured we'd get past through some of this, and, uh, and we'd get back to just normal conversation, give him a chance to kind of voice his opinion. But he went on this entire rant about Hitler and how great Hitler was and how the Holocaust didn't happen. And I don't, I don't understand how you can deny the Holocaust either. Well, but you can deny any realities, right? You can believe that guns murder people. 
I mean, I guess you can believe anything, but it is in, yes. it is insane to me that I don't know that how you how, how do you deny the Holocaust? It's kind of undisputable, almost, right? I think it's completely undisputable. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, but when people believe something or believe something didn't occur, I mean, people still believe we didn't make it to the moon. I mean, for, I wouldn't be surprised to find out Fort Berry believes that. Um, I'm not so sure we did. There we go. Uh, Buzz, Aldrin, Buzz Aldrin said we did it. Look, I'm a conspiracy theorist with the best of but I'm fully aware of the Holocaust it. happened. Yeah, actually, I don't have a problem listening to uh, even contradictory things that people believe because typically they're they're founded in truth. But, uh, you know, that Hitler had redeeming qualities. Fortnite, didn't you say at one point Hitler had some redeeming qualities? He was a good family man. That's what I thought you said. I think, I mean, I, I wrote a paper. No, I wrote a paper on the, uh, that was it. Yeah, I wrote a paper on it. Uh, so maybe Kanye read your paper. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Well, if he did, I mean, he, he didn't give no credit. Hitler was a terrible person, but doesn't everyone have positive qualities to some extent? To, to, to some uh, so, Osama that, Bin Laden was a family man. So here you go. Here, I guess this would be the best way to say it. Every person to someone, to other people, have some positive uh, attributes. Normally. Normally. There's, there's nobody that everybody hates. But that, that doesn't make you a good person. No, no. No one says a good person. I mean, Ava Braun. No. Ava Braun loved Hitler. She thought he was awesome. That don't mean Ava Braun was right. Although, although, but yeah, I, I agree. Although, in fairness, only after, ahead, only within twenty four hours of uh, marrying Ava Braun, he killed himself. Go ahead, Gary. No, I, I disagree with Jamie. Everybody's got a some some positive attribute in their uh, some moral code about them. I mean, I think it's pretty documented that Hitler was basically a meth head. Yeah, I think it was riddled with syphilis too. Weren't all of the uh, Nazis basically? <laughs> you and Hitler have one thing in common. That's right. It's awesome mustaches. But weren't yeah. most of the Nazis on meth? Wasn't that the whole yeah. regiment that they were provided was uh, a combination of meth, so. testosterone, and uh, were were they the ones that they did the experiment where they put them in a room and just kept on giving them meth and couldn't they wouldn't let them go to sleep and then they essentially started no that, those them. were the juice that they did that with probably no, I, that, I think that was some of my, my some of my buddies from parking oh that, yeah they did that in parking too <laughs> yeah actually I think I knew some guys that did that some of my cousins all right yeah. um. We'll talk about a little more news before we sign out. But, uh, but uh, so the Eighth Amendment. Actually, these next ones are pretty short here. Um, do you guys have any idea what it's about? Actually, I, I'm going to go away to 10. I ain't got a clue. So the Eighth Amendment said excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. That's actually a pretty recent thing that's been in, in like debate right yeah more debate, than debate has been yeah. implemented yeah. in uh yeah. blue and we've touched on it recently actually but i'm i'm not a fan of the uh eliminating cruel and unusual punishments no, I, I'm not either. I wish that was kind of strict from the uh amendments makes people obey the laws right so so the amendment says no excessive bail but does it define what excessive bail is it does not well it, okay so it's just it's, it's just it's arbitrary. It's, yeah, it's arbitrary. It's arbitrary. And Gary, you, but you know, were... most most bail amounts are like kind of have a set limit already, where a judge can kind of 
make a fine and the bill can only be a certain amount of the fine or, you know, unless they're like exigent type circumstances. Yeah, but what if any type on any type of bail, cannot a judge deny bail regardless if it gives them a limit? If they're the flight, flight I don't think on any any type, but you have to have bail to support the reason why you're denying bail. Like so if you were as to, a flight risk or could commit the same yeah, crime or yeah, he's done the same thing. You know, he's shot people four different times, that kind of stuff. So what I found interesting is that the Eighth Amendment. It's pretty simple, but it's really probably been dormant for hundreds of years and just recently in the last probably five or six become something of interest in the terms of social justice. Correct. Because there's the belief that the bail system, uh, you know, a $100,000 bail to someone who makes $10 million a year compared to someone that makes uh, $4,000 a year in food stamps is uh, far more, it's far different. Well, so and it, that's not untrue. Uh, yeah. Well, $100,000 uh, bond uh, would be uh, $10,000, right? Yeah, it, you know, there's but, I mean, the bail bonds. Man, I could, I could just walk out. up and dish out to the grand. Well, you probably could, but you'd starve to death for the next. You yeah, find well, a, true. I mean, you could find a bondsman that'll cover it, and as long as you show up to court, you don't have to worry about it. Ninth Amendment. We're going to go all the way through 10th. This is literally one sentence. I don't not sure understand it, but I'm going to read it, and then I'll kind of give what they explain. The Ninth Amendment. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Okay, read the, read the, the New Testament. Or the uh, read the... the, the <laughs> He's got the Bible. The guy, I, no, I need the uh, the King James version or whatever that is. This man need the Cliff Notes. We need the Cliff Notes. So let's do the overview of the Ninth Amendment. The Ninth Amendment provides that the enumeration of certain rights in the Constitution should not be construed to mean that the Constitution does not protect rights that are not enumerated. So, <laughs> it's like what a that means. Actually, actually, that means a little better, right? So just because it's not specifically stated in the Constitution doesn't mean that the rights aren't protected by the Constitution. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a valid one. Like, it's one that probably no one really knows. Okay, so a good example would be like uh, gay marriage. It's not specifically called in the uh, Constitution, but it's covered by the Constitution. The amendment was included. Let me read this other sentence. The amendment was included in the Bill of Rights to address fears that expressly protecting certain rights might be misinterpreted implicitly to sanction the infringement of others. Guns. To Second Amendment. Abortion. Well, no, I was going to say abortion. I was thinking Second I think Amendment. Because the thing probably fall into that, right? Yeah, that, that's a that's a good. This next paragraph is actually interesting. Few Supreme Court cases offer significant analysis of the Ninth Amendment. Prior to 1965, litigants occasionally invoked the amendment, often along with the Tenth or other provisions of the Bill of Rights, to challenge the constitutionality of government actions. But the court consistently rejected those claims. In 1965, in Griswold versus Connecticut, a majority of the court cited the Ninth Amendment, along with the substantive rights protected by the First, Third, Fourth, and Fifth Amendments, and held that the Constitution protects prenumbral rights of privacy and repose that bar a state from prohibiting the use of contraception by married couples. It's almost another, like a super broad thing to protect rights. I mean, 
and to protect the Constitution as a whole, it's like we don't know everything yet. Okay, so it's it's almost like when your parents told you because I said so. so <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. that's it, man. So that's about it. The Ninth Amendment, though, was by contrast in 1973 case of Roe versus Wade, the court grounded a constitutional right to abortion in the 14th Amendment rather than the Ninth. And we'll get to that later. I'm not sure what it says. Overall, the court has generally treated the Ninth Amendment as a rule of construction for the Constitution rather than a freestanding guarantee of any substantive rights. That one's it's just there. It's just there. It's just it kinda, says that, you know, you got because I said so. So the Tenth Amendment, and this is the t- ten amend- top ten of the Bill of Rights, correct? We'll yeah. finish out the Bill of Rights. I believe so. The power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. This is a very important yes, it is. amendment. Because I'm, I'm a states' rights guy. So basically, this, is, this says, and this is where Road versus Wade, the, the overturning, says that if it's not defined by the government, then the states have the right to define for their people what the, the it, law or the rule might be. Well, I mean, marijuana is kind of the prime example of this because it's, <laughs> you know, it's a felony on the federal level. And in, in a lot of places, it's either not illegal or a, like extremely low misdemeanor at this point. But is it really a good example? If no, I think, that, federal, I think that's a good example, yeah. But if federal says it's a felony. I think states should supersede federal. Exactly. Still allow this. The state didn't get to choose whether or not marijuana was legal. It'd be federally illegal for them to do so. But the federal government allows it, even though they're opposed to it. We are the we are the United States of America, not not America. I mean, how how many of how much of my dollars of federal taxes go to fix things in California that I totally do not agree with, and then totally using it for things not to progress america in the way i want them to progress you know probably more than you want to know yeah but that's that's why i think everything should come back to states and we should limit the federal government and more of our money should go to our state well i mean you know states matter because we have way more in common with the people around us in our local environment than we do in new york california vermont chicago wherever yeah, geography itself, you know, and weather and stuff like that. Stuff we deal with here is totally different than what we, they deal in New York and California. Yeah, know? and that's not even a knock at uh, Chicago or New York. It's just they well, have, I mean, like, look at California. It's so large. They have varying degrees of concerns from the north to the south. But isn't that, isn't that, the true, isn't that also true for almost every state regarding the population centers versus the rural parts of the state to an extent, but like say Arkansas, we're so small that I don't necessarily know if Little Rock and Fayetteville area are that Fayetteville's a little different, but I don't Little know Rock, if, I believe votes different than you. They, they Actually do, the Delta here votes different. Yeah. The, the, they do vote different, oh. but uh, Pulaski County has a lot of the same concerns we do in the Delta. Well, that's like Memphis votes different than the majority of Tennessee. Yeah. Um, they're kind of the liberal-esque part of, of a very red Tennessee, right? Well, if you if you go down the Mississippi uh, Delta, though, you'll see it, a lot of it is Democrat around the – and it has been for centuries. 
centuries. Well, by centuries, I guess I mean 100 years or so, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've made it through the Bill of Rights. Uh, some of them kind of boring. We really hit on some of the, the brighter topic. I thought they were all pretty good. Except for nine. Not nine I learned seven. I learned things. I didn't. Yep. What new list do we start? We're not through. The oh, yeah. We got a long way to go. We got about four minutes. We got like, what, 26 <laughs> amendments? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, we um, got to hit the dude, rest. Of we got some important ones coming up. Yeah, we did. We got to hit those. <laughs> Donnie thought this was a top ten list. All right, I got some. All right, I got a couple more quick topics. We'll try to get this off of Donnie's phone. I'll hang on. So, Walmart CEO warns that company will close stores if theft doesn't slow down. You think theft has anything to do with all of these self checkouts going on? I well, think that's part of it. Yes, yeah, part of. That's not. That, there's theft going on all over the country right now because there's. Because yeah, there's no enforcement. They're eliminating bail. Yeah, staff being down and then just no threat of actually being arrested for theft in a lot of places. I mean, places in big cities right now, especially liberal cities, you can steal thousands of dollars worth of stuff and not have anything at all happen. I, I, no just, I just saw the other day a uh, an older man try to stop a shoplifter leaving, leaving a Home Depot. And uh, he was pushed to the ground and, uh, and passed away from his uh, injuries. Reuters has reported that Walmart, now, now everyone knows how big they are, loses $3 billion in theft each year. In 10 years, they could buy Twitter with the money they're losing in theft. But, I mean, it's a very large company with a lot of volume. You know, any huge company like that is going to take substantial losses and, you know, theft and things. But current laws definitely don't help them. Uh, missing inventory has reduced Target's gross margin by more than $400 million in 2022. Uh, Target expects those profit losses to grow to $600 million by the end of the fiscal year. Wow. What a strange time. What a world that we live in. All right. Y'all want to go to Walmart and Target? We can just take some stuff. We can go Christmas shop. Oh, we, we can go. Well, well, you know, there was a Walmart, just uh, the one where we played golf down in Whitehaven there. There were 12 oh, cars. Yeah that it was uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, just rolled up in there, rolled in, cleared out, and all of them went different directions. Never good. Very mad. It was, it, was good to, uh, it was good to talk to you guys. It's been my trip a little better. So um, our guys are out and about, traveling all over the world. All right. Uh, we're going to call it night or a, a Thursday. We hope everybody's having a good week. Uh, get out, follow us, like us. You know what to do. We're on all of the things. Visit our website. It's getting a little bit better. You're going to get a little bit more here and there. There'll be links to all the stories we talk about on our episode here. Uh, actually, it's earliest today. We got some links. Yeah. Um, oh, gee, Hizzy's back. Oh, Just in time for us to leave. We're leaving, Gary. But we'll all be back in studio this weekend. And you'll want to listen in on Tuesday. We got some things to tell you about a Canada. That may uh, blow your mind. Somebody done save this. Join us. Join us next week.